My friends, I just wanted to open up today with a special message of gratitude. While we were hopeful this family would soon grow and help others in their journey to build authentic relationships with others, I don't think we could have anticipated the amount of love and endless support that you have shown us since the start. Know that you are loved and we are so grateful that you're here. My name is Kenny Morgan and I'm your humble host and the founder of Relationship Business and Good Story out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Since we set out on this adventure, I've been counting down the days to this conversation with my dear friend, Luke Harrison. My brother Luke comes from Southwest UK. Uh, Luke works within design, branding, and illustration with a background in the fine arts. And if you haven't seen his work yet, which you have to after this podcast, you guys are in for something really special. He collaborates with brands of all shapes and sizes, art directing a range of exciting projects to help bring their stories to life. His design practice is informed by history, culture, and aesthetics, and his approach seeks to instill the soul, character, and human touch of the process. And when Luke's not making uh, art or doing all his uh, amazing creative things, you can find him down by the ocean, nurturing his Cornish soul. Um, He is a husband, a father, um, uh, literally one of the most talented designers I've met in my 16-year career as a creative, and he's easily one of the kindest souls on the planet. And I'm super grateful to call him a dear brother of mine. We often say we are separated at birth uh, and brothers from another mother. Um, but man, it's it's so good to have you on today. Wow, that was an incredible intro. Thank you, Kenny. It's, I'm honored to be on and uh, it's always great to chat to you. You're a, you're a brother from another mother, as we always say, separated by that big bit of water in the in the middle of where we live. <laughs> but yeah no that's really excited to get into it yeah so before like as we kind of lay the foundation i want to just you know this podcast is all about relationships and you know i i think often about how we met um i think i at that point of my life i was uh looking for some more creative support to to um design out some t-shirt designs and so um naturally i was just kind of going through dribble uh just getting really getting some inspiration and i landed on your profile and immediately was just like man this is some of the best stuff i've seen and so i I can't even remember even what the message i sent but you and i quickly just kind of resonated and then at some point i think before we kind of kicked off a project together you and i just jumped on um maybe like a facetime or a google call and I felt instead of just talking about a project, you and I just was like meeting a long lost brother. And um, we have actually never met in person, but I feel like we have such a special bond. But I guess um, it's our relationship has been really special. But I think this is just a kind of reminder to all people that relationships don't have to be... um, you know, the traditional method, like it doesn't have to be someone you meet in the flesh. You and I are separated by, you know, a ton of land and and water, but yet you and I have a really special relationship. So I just had to kind of set that foundation before we get going. Yeah, completely. I think you're right there. Bang the nail on the head where, um, you know, those, those, uh, those traditional relationship systems, you know, are blown out of the water with, with technology and, you know, I think you and I, we work in the creative industries and we're immersed in in technology and, and to be able to sort of harness that and for, for like people like you and I to connect and and build relationships and, you know, um, it's really special, really quite powerful and important, actually. But I mean, you know, when we when we do meet in person, of course, it's going to be incredible. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, these days it's there's there's multiple ways of sort of harnessing those those incredible relationships whether they're working personal my my brother actually my other brother kenny not you um <laughs> uh he he lives in singapore so you know we don't get to see much of each other and unfortunately with with the kind of global pandemic as it's been um we we, we can only chat over a video call um but every time we chat much like kenny and myself we um it's like we're you know in the same room we haven't we just it's like we've never left and um just picking up where you, where you left off and and you know that's you know there's that 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 uh non-physical barrier doesn't isn't a detriment to the to the relationship so you know 
the technology wow <laughs> yeah it's crazy it's crazy and i think we just we just talked about this before we jumped on but you know you know you have uh, a really special relationship or a really special foundation when you can literally go you know months or even years sometimes without getting that one-on-one connection with with a friend and you jump on or you see them in person and it's just like um it's just like like old times like they're just nothing changes so i, I i've always yeah. appreciated about about that about you and um i also want to share a, a funny story i think one of the we quickly just hit it off and so every time we jumped on we we spent more time just talking about like life in general than the project that we were working on <laughs> yeah. and you you were kind enough like i think you and i got to share a lot of personal things because like i don't have the same friend group as you so we could just share like intimate details with one another and you like qu- quietly one day whispered that like you were going to um propose Mm. um to sally pretty (laughs) soon and then my big old mouth i think sally may have been like in the other room and i was like hey man like have you proposed yet (laughs) and and you're like hey like sally's in the other room (laughs) like i don't think she heard it and then so you and i devised this plan that anytime i wanted to ask about the engagement that we would i would say like um how is the hamburger (laughs) and and then your translation that is uh like hamburger (laughs) yes yeah 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 hamburger yeah yeah that that was that was so funny i mean i I, it was there's no way sally you heard but um yeah that was that was probably that was a good because i remember buying the ring and then um you know, like mustering up the courage to to propose, and it's been on the cards for so long. Like Sally and I have been together for nearly, I think at the time about eight years. So you know, she, yeah. bless her, she was probably sort of waiting. Um, <laughs> and it came to a head, and like, yeah, and I was like, I think I'd only shared it with Joe, my brother from who lives in Singapore, and then Kenny. And you know, Kenny's quite right. You know, we, well, yeah, we we hit it off and clicked straight away. But we just had this. Um, we were compelled just to be able to, and we felt comfortable enough to share all these like, lo- like lovely intimate stories and, and, and stuff. But yeah, that was hilarious when, when, you know, you, you were sort of following up on, uh, so how's it going? Have you proposed yet? And I was like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and poor Kenny, poor Kenny was just like, Oh, <gasps> mortified. Um, and, uh, I can't remember how we got the uh, special code word, but I mean, that wouldn't go amiss in a Sherlock Holmes novel, would it? Like hamburger. No one would think that hamburger is related to, <laughs> to the code word of, uh, yeah, the proposal. I can't remember yeah. where the where the hamburger came from. I, the I don't know. It's completely wrong as well. <laughs> well hamburger. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think, and I think that's another thing. We we would get on sometimes, and you would like like, hey, can you say? can you say something in your accent? And then I would ask the same thing of you. Like we both had this fascination of like Southern UK versus Southern US. So it was good. Yeah. 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 Your accent's incredible. I love it. You Um, tried, you attempted a Southern US accent once and I just, Oh, you're not going to make me try it now. Oh no. (laughs) I would like for you to do the rest of the podcast in your Southern US (laughs) accent. (laughs) <laughs> I'd no doubt offend people and embarrass myself at the same time. So that's definitely, uh, definitely out of the question. Maybe on the second podcast if I'm invited. Yeah, back. for sure. <laughs> Before we get into like the meat, uh, are Gus and George are they still kicking? They are. Yeah, Gus and George are still about the original children. The uh, the practice. If for people who don't know, they're the guinea pigs who who live with us rent free. <laughs> um but yeah they're still here they're still they're a little bit old now but they're still going strong yeah. ava loves them obviously yeah yeah she uh her hugs are uh are quite tight so we've got to kind of supervise <laughs> when when the guinea pigs are with ava because the poor the poor pig's eyes are nearly popping out when she's hugging them and she just wants to love them yeah We'll be sure to to drop their handle. They actually have their own Instagram account, so we'll make sure they that handle gets dropped in the show notes for anybody that's curious. So yes, all right, brother. Uh, so I'm I'm a, I say this often, but I'm a story guy. I think it, I'm super fascinated by just people and how we all kind of navigated life in different ways. But if take us back 
to uh, the younger version of Luke. You know, what were your early passions as a boy? What was your journey like? And take us uh, somewhat through how you ultimately landed to the place that you're at today. I um, so I was I was I was born and grew up in uh, Cornwall, which for people who don't know is um, as Kenny's actually described, it's the southern sort of most southern westerly tip of the UK um and it's an incredibly magical place it's my spiritual homeland and um it's a, a, a small sort of slice of land that's obviously connected to the rest of the uk but surrounded in water so we've got the north coast which is quite different in how it looks to the south coast we lived on the south coast for a while and then moved to the north coast um but i think growing up um and looking back on um growing up my brother and i and our family in general we had a like such a such a lucky childhood you know we were surrounded in nature we would go down to the beach every weekend uh surf jumping off rocks um snorkeling um you know just generally like um being energized by our sort of natural environment and um and i think some of that's stays with me now um even through my my creative practice there's a an element of sort of organic I guess um sort of I like work to I like work to have to have you can see the kind of human process in the work um and and I think my love for nature and the natural environment and certainly the ocean um, that is kind of translated through, I think, into my kind of priorities and concerns with my work. Um, um, so that that kind of aspect of my childhood has certainly driven some of my uh, kind of creative passions and my creative outlook in my adult life. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had really, really happy childhood, uh, you know, great great family dynamic and like living in Cornwall growing up there wasn't a massive amount of opportunity for creatives in Cornwall at the time um it's traditionally a very kind of sort of um natural industry kind of uh focused culture so what I mean by that is it's like you know farming um fishing mining way before that um and and only now have these kind of smaller um sort of more modern industries taken a hold in Cornwall uh, and, and developed and with that the creative industries advertising so now there is a little bit more of a setting but back when we were kids growing up in Cornwall there was um you know there was nothing so um we kind of had to make do with our own our own uh, self-initiated projects um but having said that um finished uh finished school and knew that I wanted to be in the in the creative industry somehow um uh you know I had a huge passion for painting and drawing when I was younger um and I always had an affinity with being able to communicate ideas so um through kind of like my own research I landed on doing a graphic design course at Falmouth University it was Falmouth University now and this is how old I am it, when I was there it was Falmouth College of Art which is which is one of the best art colleges in in the UK and, and has you know nurtured and, and given given rise to some really prolific designers artists and creatives in general um, and we're I'm so lucky to have it 20 minutes down the road um and after a couple of attempts at interviews, finally got in and uh, and studied there and 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 loved it and it opened my eyes up to uh, professional practice in the creative industry, which is something I never had. Um, and then I after after studying there, I moved to uh, Plymouth, which is in Devon, which is just over the 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 main the main river that separates Cornwall and and Devon, another beautiful part of the world, but. Um, it'll never have anything on Cornwall, uh, in, through my eyes. Um, so yeah, I went, went to uni in, in Plymouth, in, in fact, studied photography and design, um, and, um, uh, graduated and then, um, 
went to work for an agency, a sport agency. And at the same time in the background, I was, I was like still kind of compelled to make. And I think with that, I, um, my sort of freelance creative practice was born. Um, I kind of wanted to kind of consolidate all of my kind of workings into more of a professional thing. And I think that's evolved over, over the years and has kind of become a, like my creative pseudonym, I guess, or, I mean, it's a studio of sorts, but it's a funny thing, isn't it? The, the sing, singular freelance creatives are, you know, quite happy to call themselves a studio. But um, I suppose for me, a, a place where ideas are generated and works made is a, is a studio. I mean, I collaborate with all sorts of uh, other creatives and, and brands. So in that respect, it probably falls under more of a traditional working studio when these things are happening. Um, but yeah, hey, you know, it is, it's, uh, it's, it's an outlet for me to create work and, and earn some some money uh, and and explore ideas you know running parallel with my nine to five where i'm a senior designer working for an agency working with um, sports and lifestyle brands which is quite different from my sort of bigger studio sort of branding and illustrative creative practice is more very um sort of corporate and, and and stripped back and which is still great and i think actually over the years i've learned that actually one informs the other you take the good stuff and the bad stuff and and everything in between and and, and use what you can for for this and that um so yeah i mean i'm currently living in um i'm currently still living in plymouth with my uh my fiance we haven't actually marriage yet that was put on ice because of the pandemic let's say that and then um my my beautiful young daughter who turned two a couple of days ago um and we live right by the ocean lucky enough to live by the ocean and uh you know we 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 love every day with our with our little family um and you know still making work like i said earlier taking the foot off the foot off the gas with the freelance projects that ease a bit of pressure to give me a bit more time with the family and, and friends. Mm. But, um, yeah, ultimately it's incredible to look back and, and sort of like, you know, retrospects, like it's, it's during these types of things actually, when really everything's kind of pause and you kind of take a step back and you're like, Oh gosh. Yeah. So this is, this <laughs> is my kind of direction of travel. And, and these, these things that I loved when I was a kid have, have now translated into these things now as an adult. And, you know, that stuff's really exciting to, to pin down. I don't get a lot of opportunity to sort of take a step back and, and, and review, I suppose, and analyze. And especially being, as you know, Kenny, as well, being a, a um, being a young dad, you know, your the time goes quickly. There's something about as you get older time just goes quickly and i don't know what it is mm. time is the most expensive commodity because sure. you can spend it as much as you like you never know when you're going to get it back um and you know it's something that you can't ever get back so you know time as i've got older is is the is the most um important commodity in my kind of day-to-day life mm. you know, when you're a kid it's like you know what what shoes you want to wear and uh <laughs> or you know what films you want to go and watch or you know but like obviously you get older your um, priorities and concerns become more adult and uh but yeah the um the time aspect is something that i'm really reining in and 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 keeping an eye on certainly the last couple of years mm. so prioritizing so you, family time and things like that your desire to want to um, refocus your attention and just prioritize time. Has it been? Has there been relationships? Is that has that been the reason for wanting to have um, more time available and pulling back on um, some of like your personal design stuff? Is has it been relationships that's wanted you to 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 step back and regain more of your time? Absolutely, that's exactly it. Yeah, relationships are. Um... Are, are really are really important to me having a good relationship whether it's with friends family um clients you know um it's another one of the many things that you and i kenny sort of clicked on when we first spoke those those years ago um the understanding of like how important it is to um to nurture people and treat them properly and and 
you know get the best potential out of, of of people and certainly i feel with creative work in creative people um you need to be in a really positive mindset and if you're working at a company or a studio or, or wherever it is and you feel loved or you feel nurtured you're gonna you're gonna without knowing you're gonna be creating some of the best work because those the the normal things that kind of loom over you are eradicated because you've got a, a fantastic kind of working environment with 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 team players that have got your back and who understand you and have got faith in you and ultimately you know back you up and give you love um so yeah i think relationships are incredibly important in any aspect of life professional or personal um something i'm really big on as well with kind of client work is nurturing those relationships past the point of the closure of the project so you know reaching out you know in 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 stage time after the projects come to completion to sort of you know say look i'm here if you want any any help you know and it's not necessarily always charged work either it's more sort of reaching out and saying um are you still happy with what we've supplied you know in the, the assets or, or the work that we've supplied you and, and how you're using it. Of course, businesses are really fluid and always evolving. So I like to kind of let them know that I'm available to, to consult and help at a later date. Um, as we've created the artwork, um, we're probably best place to kind of jump in and, and help if there's any shift in kind of business direction or usage of assets and stuff. And I think, and I think with that, like, you know, not only is it a professional like relationship you're nurturing there, it's that there's, you know, the, the times that we've done this and the, the, like the last two or three times we've, we've kind of gone back and consulted and helped at a later date after the project's finished, you know, they become your friends, you know, they, it's like, it's, uh, you, you really hit that personal level. And a lot of my clients, I'd probably say over half of my clients are based in America, you know, um, and 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 of course i don't i won't meet them in person um on occasions you know we've only been able to converse over um email and that's that's you know but you can um you can still gauge and 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 work a relationship so yeah i'm i'm you know it's one of the things i think you and i have bonded over kenny is that uh, importance of relationships and i'm aware that um you've created a fantastic um not only brand and business, but I, I know just through speaking to some of your colleagues how incredible you are as a boss. Um, and you are certainly at that kind of pinpoint of like nurturing that really uh, positive and, and loving uh, working environment. And, and I think because of that, you know, the businesses you've developed and nurtured are a success. You know, people are important, they're the biggest asset, I think. And I think you think that as well. Um, so, yeah, so one of the many things that, um, you know, you should be very proud of is the way that you, you treat people. And ultimately, that's, um, you know, benefiting, you know, your your um, your outputs and your businesses and, you, and ultimately your relationships. Well, that uh, means more, so much to me more than, you know, and I don't know if I'm deserving of all that, <laughs> but I just also want to just say, you know, you 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 do go the extra mile, and you know, we actually did a project together, and you multiple times just reached out and said, "Are you happy with this?" But I could tell that you actually genuinely cared about the, about the income, but uh, like the end, I guess the end output, but also just me as a person. And and someone said recently, and I guess I just never really thought about that, but you know, if we if we just do business as is just as a transactional mindset where really like we're actually missing out ourselves on the best part and that's the relationship with the other person and i think the same same for the person on the receiving end too so i was like you know i've never heard about that but i think that's the the beautiful thing that you share is that not only you and i have have really built a yeah, we we call you've called me like Uncle Kenny to your daughter, who I've never met, and <laughs> and and same on our side. We're like, hey, I'm gonna talk to Uncle Luke today, you know. But we've it's just a beautiful thing, um, getting to to share a relationship, and I, I 
appreciate you sharing that with us um yeah absolutely it's an honor really um and you know it's funny isn't it how these things kind of how life unfolds um like you say you you were looking for a creative to help with some some design collateral for your for um council creative in it in its early days and you know you reached out and i was like i could tell from the first the first um words that you'd written in the first email that you sent uh, i just knew that there was something special and something quite unique um so um yeah it was a case of sort of chasing it up and eventually we landed on speaking to each other and then yeah click straight away and um i could just tell that you were this like super passionate loving authentic person and it was just a pleasure to be able to talk to you and it was, it's so funny, you, you brought up that point earlier about how, um, you know, we were both, we're both busy people, but when we, just, when we mm-hmm. spoke for like the two hours or what, however long it was, for an hour and a half, we would just be chatting about what we've been up to and about hamburgers and about <laughs> the most trivial but beautiful things that were going on in our lives. And then we'd be like, oh gosh, we better, uh, oh, we've got, we've got 20 minutes left. Let's, uh, blah, 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 blah. and then we just sort out everything. Do you like this? Yeah. Do you like this? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't really that it was, it was more, but you know, um, but yeah, yeah, if it, you know, it just shows that, you know, like um, amazing, like how those connections can really bring, um, you know, something just in- incredible to your life. I think, um, yeah, you know, I would have never thought that, uh, you know, we'd be here still like, you know, with with the, I mean, you know, the first email you sent out, I was like, oh, this guy is genuine. He's lovely. Let let's mm. let's connect, and um, you know, um, but would have never thought from that e- from that first email that you know, like two years later, we'd be sat here chatting and just discussing like our relationship and you know things in general. It's 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 crazy, crazy good. Yeah, yeah, crazy good is is the simplest way to define it it's like you know transactions just and if you see people as clients they just come and go but you know the the, there's like like you said i mean who who would have thought that we'd still be here if if it had just been transactional for us we were friendly with one another you did some artwork for me i I paid you and then we were gone it's like you know i could look back and say that was a really good project but the the value that i've gotten out of this is is life lasting so that's it yeah um so yeah that's the difference isn't it i think uh is like like you say it's um it was a really good project so the emphasis is on like the transactional aspect of you know that that uh that thing but like now we're talking about relationships it's like that is superseded the the kind of professional uh relationship we've had but then because of that i think the professional relationship is is going to become even richer because of our you know strong personal relationship Mm. and i think that's something incredible that you're a great role model of showing people in general is like you know hey these two things don't need to be separate they can be like weaved together and actually both can benefit massively from from both being um like strong so um yeah you certainly taught me a few things about um just about like you know in the uk it's very it's well, just Brit- like British sentimentality is a, is a funny thing. Like deep down, we're like super sensitive and like you know always want to please and be polite and 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 you know. But actually, we're not great at like <laughs> displaying outward emotion. Actually, when uh, occasionally when you know it really matters, and I think that's just in, inherent in just our culture. But yeah. speaking to you, uh, you know, all those those years ago, you know the. the you know it just it was so refreshing because you know you and i were sharing kind of intimate things and like you say it's probably because we had had the same circle of friends but yeah more so for me it was the fact that you know you were like you know super interesting like authentic genuine lovely lovely chat um so yeah it was just effortless to chat about those things i think on top of you know the work we're not on top of the work aspect that came out the last 10 minutes in a hectic rush before we had to bail out of the call (laughs) it's true it's true one thing that we talk just kind of been talking about for a few minutes is just like that that special bond and um one thing like we we've luke and i have become so close and he i love that he was kind of sharing like what the like the people in the uk like they they do have like the the deep 
um, inner feelings like all of us, but maybe just don't <laughs> share that outwardly as much. And there are definitely parts of our country that it, it's it's just part of the culture. Um, the, I would say the Southeast in the U.S. is definitely the opposite. We're very we're very much vocal um, about our our emotions, whether it's positive or negative. But um, Luke and I have become so close that like we we we're like brothers. And then we usually wrap up like our text conversations, and we're just like, "Hey, man, I love you." I hope you and your family are doing great. And and uh, and so often in like business, I I actually use that word. Like I um, I tell people I love them all the time. And for like the first time, they're like, <laughs> do I tell them <laughs> I love him back? Um, but I've always just really uh, loved that. Like, no, no pun intended, but I've loved that because we, we just, I think the love word has been some somewhat overused and, and some people have used it in bad situations. So the, the word love has kind of uh, diminished its value in some ways. But um, I, I think it's been really special getting to, to say that to people and just let them feel that, hey, it's something I really mean. It's an internal term of endearment. So I, I love that we get to share that together. So I love I love that as well, how you can um how you're kind of normalizing that way of sort of um either finishing a conversation or just letting someone know like how you feel. Um you know that again that's something that would be like um probably not so normal in the uk <laughs> for people but like i you know i'm certainly one for like just letting people know who are like special to you you know why not like you know it's it's, it's a true thing right yeah um and actually like with people who aren't used to hearing it you say it maybe once or twice and it might change the course of their day their week or their year you know they'll be like oh actually this guy this guy told me he loved me and i was like at first i was like what does that mean? And then I thought about it and then, you know, it's like, wow, actually that's powerful and special. And I'm going to start telling people that I love them too. Mm. So yeah, I, I love that. No pun intended. Actually like, like that in its very nature shows how like <laughs> love is just used kind of as a, you know, as a thing. Um, yeah. But actually the way we want to use it or, or that you're um, using it, Kenny is like, just like loaded and, 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 you know, quite powerful and special like i said yeah i even and i I make sure it's especially with covid i make sure that it's 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 definitely um invited i guess but i i remember even pre-covid like i asked people like are you a hugger and and they they usually always say yeah (laughs) and i give them a hug but it's, it's been really cool to see some of those people that were maybe a little bit more reserved and not as, not as I wouldn't say intimate's the word, but they, they have actually, they've come to, uh, I almost said love it again, but t- come to look forward to it so much because it is real that like, they're the ones kind of leading the charge when I see them in the future. Um, and that's been really cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's, uh, it's been, it's been a strange time, hasn't it? Like, um, that uh that kind of physical intimacy um between friends and family is like kind of taking a kind of cautious step back almost it's like Mm. you know as humans we're just longing for connections whether it's physical or or what whatever else but um yeah like hugs hugs and cuddles can change the course (laughs) of your day it's true really can and like you know even like when you know when you're hugging your kids as well you can see like you know how how they're changed they're transformed aren't they when they've got like when they've had a hug or some 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 love yeah 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 just last night my daughter she's she's just over two and she's she's a pistol she's our our feisty and spicy girl i say often but the, even her, she's just like last night I came home and she's like, Daddy, sit. And then all she wanted me to do is just like wrap my arms around her and that was enough for her, you know. Oh, so it's that's cute. Yeah. Our our kids remind us of like the core of things that really that's all humans right. desire, you know. Yeah, that's that's it. I mean, you know, having recently become a father, well, you know, two years in, it's um your uh it's a, it's an amazing thing to kind of like really slow down. Like before Ava um, was in my life, my my life was quite fast and like 
having Ava is is an opportunity now to sort of slow down and she's really put the brakes on my life and like appreciating um time which we discussed earlier um but also um sort of really living in the moment which is something I I'm terrible at um sometimes and 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 in doing the most basic but beautiful things like you say just hugging like just chilling with your daughter or, or your your children on the, on the sofa after a hard day's work you know is is the, one of the most special things um or just chatting to your kids about their day and, and seeing them smile and be happy you know and there's so many like you know bigger things at play in your own kind of life and, and the world but actually these smaller things smaller again inverted commas because they're so special are are do become the bigger things and like they're the things that like dictate your you know your your um your life i suppose your day-to-day life they well mm. they do for me um but yeah i think that that kind of like you know again it comes down to relationships you know having having good relationships and being able to sort of put the brakes on on life a little bit take a step back and appreciate what you've got and and the important what the important things are um and just nurturing those things mm. yeah so good yeah and i we talk about that often when we're when we have a chance to to jump on a call because we 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 I have three kids now, but um, Luke and I both have uh, a daughter that's a very similar in age now, so we can definitely connect and resonate with that. So, uh, talking about what you learn from children is is such an applicable thing, uh, mm-hmm. even to those that don't have kids. But also with Sally, you and Sally have been together for a really long time, so even with your fiance, like how, how does, uh, that relationship with her, how has that made you better? And how would you say your relationship with Sally and your daughter have, um, changed your perspective on relationships outside of the house as well? Yeah, I think, um, you know, uh, Sally is, uh, is, is, is my rock is, uh, is like an emotional sounding board. And I'm, you know, I would, we have a, a great understanding of each other and um and and I, I work in a very male orientated sort of workspace or did pre-covid in the office and you know it wasn't a, a, a bad thing or a negative thing but it was obviously quite different to being at home with my daughter and my fiance who are both female and there's something kind of really nice and um sort of slightly softer and uh slightly more emotional than than what I was experiencing in another part of my life you know and I think I'm a super emotional sensitive person and like creative people in general are and I think you need to tap into that stuff and harness it even though it has a life of its own sometimes mm-hmm. um but um but yeah sort of nurturing and and, and like reflecting on um my relationships with my daughter and my fiance um has given me a bit more of a kind of it's a bit more of an authentic kind of outward personality i suppose whereas before like we've discussed um it is so easy to close off and not not display some of the raw emotion that you're feeling and you know different emotions but actually um being and 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 living and and having relationships with these two incredible uh females and ladies in my life um has made me feel like i say more 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 authentic because ultimately i'm an emotional chat Mm -hmm. uh and maybe that that wasn't coming through before um certainly ava arrived um so that's 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 a really like you know beautiful and and positive thing that's so yeah, so good, man. I I love that. Um but Sally Sally also, is the most most incredible like role model to Ava as well. So so just watching and you're probably the same, Kenny. When you're seeing like your um you know, you know, Rachel with Lysol or like me watching uh, Sally with Ava, it's like something incredibly amazing about seeing them both like super happy and, and mm. loving each other and uh you know that that's taught me a lot actually about sort of viewing really important relationships that are in your immediate vicinity um but you're not necessarily sort of directly involved in that particular thing right then it's like yeah wow that like 
seeing these two important people in my life, you know, loving each other and like being so happy is just like, wow, you want to bottle that stuff up and like keep it with you and like, you know, just open it up and look at it like every once in a while when times get tough. Yeah. Yeah. I do the same, whether it's like I'm at work and away from the family or even if I have to travel, sometimes I'll just pull up old videos and, and, uh, Mm. some of the, the simplest things and, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's what kind of drives, drives me as a person to want to keep doing what I do. It's just, I mean, it's why I do everything. So, yeah. Um, I think that's really special. I've always, um, really like, I think another thing that really, um, you know, drew me to you beyond just your immense talent, uh, and the relationship that we share, but you've always led as far as I've known, known you, you've always led with this uh, personal studio name called, uh, be good studio. Um, and there's something so simple, uh, about the term, just be good. Uh, it's like, they're saying, say so, says so much about like our call as a human race and really your heart as a, as a creative. So could you just like walk me through like where that come comes from and, and like, what does that mean to you? So be be good, be good studio was um, something that we were like. Well, I was co- coining kind of, gosh, like um, probably about six six years ago or something like that. And I think what I really liked about um, be good is that actually it's quite loaded but ambiguous enough for people to be able to inject their own interpretation and meaning into it. But whatever that may be, it felt quite positive. Um, And I think there's the um, quite obvious, you know, translation in in a creative sense is be good, just like, you know, create the best work you can create. Um, But of course, you know, there's multiple different sort of um, sort of avenues of translation that could, that could, go as well where you're sort of saying be good you know continue to to be a good person continue to make good work continue to build great relationships continue to be true to yourself like all of this stuff like it just felt quite um quite loaded but it's one of those things which was like quite paradoxical because it was super loaded but actually quite ambiguous and quite and not not too heavy (laughs) so um you know it it was um something i think that um you know everyone can kind of relate to and it's almost like a a little bit playful it's a direction but it's not a direction um so yeah i think the kind of be good kind of pseudonym was um something that stuck because it did feel like it had some sort of sort of uh longevity as well i actually just remembered too the 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 famous poet um probably gonna get some laughs with this one but the famous poet uh et the extraterrestrial said be be good as well (laughs) (laughs) i just it just came back to me and he's just like in the movie just like be good (laughs) yes yeah right at the end I would have been yeah. a lot. It would have been more interesting for me to to reference the film as a justification for that name. <laughs> I actually, maybe like Joe, yeah, Joe I like can it. edit that into uh, me talking about ET, the famous philosopher ET. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> he is out of the out of this world quotes that he yeah, delivered, right? <laughs> literally, literally out of this world. Yeah, be good, be good. That's that's the yeah yeah that's, yeah. That's that's it. <laughs> so. Yeah, and, and I guess like you know everyone has their own like definitions of what good is. You know, it's kind of multi layered and can be applied to so many things, can't it? So, so yeah, it's uh, but yeah, I mean it, it, it you know. It, it it went past the threshold where I liked it and it stuck and then it, it became the the kind of the, the the freelance business name and you know all the associated handles and everything that come with it yeah the URL and everything so yeah I mean if I was wanting to rebrand into something else I'd probably struggle um but I you know I like being good well I what I 
love about it because we also have a company here in the U.S. called Good Story. Mm -hmm. um, so you and I, because I had told you a long story, uh, a story a long time ago actually about my my son when he was four years old. We were playing a game with little plastic army men, and apparently dad was doing it wrong. And my three or four year old son at that age, he said, dad, those are the good guys. I designed them for good. And I was like, what do you mean you designed like these? And like, that's such a powerful statement. And, and I kind of backed up and said, that's the easiest way I can tell people what we do. It's we does, we actually creatively design things for good, but we also do it like that's ethically, morally good. And, um, and you kind of helped me bring bring that visual to life and, and some amazing artwork. But one thing that you said earlier was that, um, it, like in your job, you take uh, kind of the good stuff and the bad stuff, and both of those things kind of combine to to create this final expression of whatever you're doing. And and that's what I tell often about the. Someone asked me like, why don't you just call your company Great Story? And I was like, well, that's a great question, but. It's it's really this like life is n not roses. It's not perfect. It's this this constant battle between like being high on the mountain and having some really great days, and then some days just being like really depressed, really downcast. And this like the average of the two really make for a great story or a good story. So I love that. Um, Be good studio is really it's it's taking the the not so great things and the really special things. And it's a combination of just being, being be good. So I love that. Yeah. That's, that's a, like a fantastic analysis. And I totally agree. I think it's a, it's, it's a mixture of all those, um, uh, those, those real things that we experience in life. Right. And it's like you say, it's not always roses. It's some real difficult, challenging things. Um, and you just got to kind of persist and, be good. Continue to do good through your work and through your yourself, and you'll come out the other side, knowing that you know the struggles and the journey that you've just taken on. You are authentic to yourself, and that you've done it by yourself or with a team. But you know, by yeah. yourself as a, as a kind of as as a metaphor, like initiated from within. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love I love the. Um, I love love that story when you first told me about the the army men and your son. It was incredible. The uh design for good. It's I amazing what our yeah. what our kids like they really. just dr drop it out of their mouths, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cuz it's just like, you know, unfiltered innocence, but actually some of that is stuff that we we need in a really complex and co complicated life. Yeah you know strip back like this is what it is wow i hadn't seen that through all the fuzz and smoke you know yeah <laughs> yeah kids are incredible at doing that aren't they they really they are like ava just baffles me every day with things she comes out with i mean some of it is quite difficult to understand still but you know <laughs> some of it is just like bang on the nose and it's like wow <laughs> yeah yeah sometimes i think i need to put my children on the payroll because i'm like i'm gonna use that in marketing because that's really good yeah. you know he so, head of coffee that's right my, my daughter my two my two-year-old daughter uh just this week um has now started saying hey google play elsa <laughs> so wow it's it's crazy <laughs> so she won't need anything else for the rest of her life now i know Sorted. i know yeah she's like uh hey google please take my dad away so I can have everything I want. <laughs> so. Oh man. Well, uh, just a couple more questions, brother. It's been such a, a beautiful and fruitful conversation that I think is going to touch a lot of people's lives. Um, but just, uh, kind of coming back to relationship, um, when you hear the term relationship, what does it mean to you? And from your point of view, how important are relationships in this life? Yeah, I guess um, I think we've like you know we touched base on um, <clears throat> what uh, certain particular relationships and what they mean, but yeah, I think relationships in general are are, are hugely important. Um, I just uh, I just finished writing a piece um, for for something um, that's releasing next year, which we we spoke about earlier, Kenny, but um, 
within these things when uh, you've got a like opportunity to reflect on stuff and like really kind of uh take a step back and and like uh review either your work or the context in which it was made or the people you're working for all of that falls under relationships and i think a recent project i'd wrapped up um for a motorcycle company in utah actually called buscadero um it was a quite a huge project in the end and, and and many deliverables um but and very much like the the incredible experience of working with with you on council creative these many years ago with biscadero the um parker was um he was um he had so much faith in in me he really kind of we formulated a framework to to design these assets with him, but actually he was like, "Look, I'm, you know, I love your work. You know, um, go go and make some stuff. Uh, you know, here's some reference, here's some framework to work within." And I think it's it's that trust when amazing things happen. And I think, obviously, I'm talking here from a professional point of view, but actually, you know, trust in any relationship, amazing things happen. Um, I think you're the ability to really be who you can be and unlock potential that would normally be kind of um, not given a lease of life. Um, if you've got trust in someone, like your your colleagues will will have trust in you, Kenny, because you know you nurture this fantastic uh, professional environment from from the businesses you've developed. But I mean, you, you know, if, without that trust and without that faith, I think you're only ever going to hit a certain potential whether it's um yeah whether it's the, the the work you produce um so for example with biscadero because of this faith and trust i didn't sort of feel bogged down with some of the kind of political things that normally kind of run parallel with a a client project um it was an it was an ability to just concentrate purely on the creative and because of that so many so many ideas came thick and fast and, and were developed quite quickly um and you know we we're in close communication and again with that kind of that trust and that faith um you know some some incredible things were made uh, and may not have may not have um actually come to that that fruitful end point if there wasn't an element of mutual understanding and trust so um, for me, that kind of trust aspect in a relationship, whether it is professional or personal, is is huge. Um, and I think sometimes that can get slightly lost um, because, you know, our lives and life in general is so pot, so complex, so many moving parts. And, you know, sometimes I mean, I'm I'm. Um, I'm an example of it. Like, you know, you, you want to please people and sometimes it's, it's not the correct way to go about it. You know, you need to be authentic in yourself. And, and then if you please people, that's the truest, truest form of, of, uh, of, um, you know, like that, the, the trust in a relationship, allowing your true self to come out. Mm. Kind of coming up on the, the, uh, last couple of questions. Um, so I think a lot of, uh, whether it's business leaders um, or just people that um, maybe entrepreneurs or just uh, looking to grow. Um, and I know it's because we both are creatives. Uh, I think creatives in general can tend to be more like emotional, sensitive, uh, introspective, introverted, um so whether it's that group or even the people that are more outward how, how do you what would be your wisdom for how people can build um authentic relationships with others um i think don't be don't be um don't be too worried about what people are going to think um be true to yourself um you've got unique things to offer that potentially other other people don't and it's those things that will set you apart from other people and you know have 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 confidence where you can to to um 
to kind of present yourself like your the truest form of yourself um think about the 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 unique things you you have uh, that you can you share with others and, and and potentially enrich their lives and i think those things then potentially can become reciprocal where people will be like hey this person's uh, just um just said this and, and revealed this and like you know it's it really incredible well I, i'm gonna go and do that to someone else and it's like mm. i quite like that idea of this kind of like really positive domino effect of like exchanging authenticity um because actually it might empower someone who's less less uh you know less eager to kind of share true things about themselves um mm for some it's you know it's not even a question it's an easy thing and it's like you know they might find it even strange that we're discussing that some people don't have that confidence but you know for a lot of people and and certainly creatives like you say you know our well speaking from my point of view um as a creative like part of my work is over analyzing and overthinking you know and it's like one of the biggest challenges is keeping that in check and not letting it spill out over into you know other things um but you know you can't help but not be able to turn it off sometimes and you know with that sometimes you can self-doubt and imposter syndrome can creep in and i think it's about trying to like kind of steady the ship and maintain the goal and you know the goal should be one of the main goals should always be nurturing relationships um trying to build that trust if it doesn't come straight away is there a middle ground to be able to build that trust because honestly i think that trust in any relationship is 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 key to to unlocking true potential uh, whether it is personal or or um a professional relationship and i think you know without relationships like you said earlier really well um it becomes transactional you know and not necessarily money it's just transactional is in like a really kind of tip of the iceberg kind of mm. thing when actually there's this whole other beautiful iceberg underneath to explore that's a terrible analogy and definitely not one to be used <laughs> for someone who was on the titanic but you know what i mean you know what i mean there's this whole kind of (laughs) hidden thing that is part of the smaller thing that's been tapped (laughs) yeah yeah um so yeah i i you know um yeah i think when you can trust someone fun amazing things happen and uh you know like i said with the biscadero project the trust aspect was there from the start and you know loads of fun explorative design happened but you know if you've got trust in an acquaintance you've just met you know like being able to get deep on things like you and I did when you know those many many moons ago when our first conversations you know I felt like I trusted you straight away just because um you know you feel it I think deep down there's like a like I like I've said earlier and you know forgive me if I'm sounding like a broken record but there's that um that really authentic kind of um passionate but loving and caring aspect to your personality kenny that you can then translate onto into a professional setting and actually there's something really amazing about blurring those worlds and why not it be one world you know mm-hmm. you know there's it's a it's a it's a it's a what it's like a yin and a yang almost you know where these two mm-hmm. things fit together to create this whole um so yeah it's uh trust trust is key i'm just over here taking notes you're speaking speaking in my heart <laughs> today <laughs> um well brother i uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna come out and say like i always do but i i love you uh so dearly i love your family um i'm so grateful that i can actually call you a brother and uh no, I love you too, man. And, I, and like, you know, it's, uh, I'm so grateful for our relationship. Um, you know, it has, it has sort of changed me since we last spoke, well, since we first spoke those years ago. And, um, 
you know the the professional relationship was almost a, a like a, an incredible byproduct of the personal relationship that we developed and and uh yeah i'm really grateful for you so um yeah thank you for well thank you for initially reaching out and then you know maintaining the the amazing relationship that we've got one really of these days it. one of these days we'll actually see each other i think yeah i hope yeah that would be special i'd love that got a big big old hug waiting for you so um so couple couple uh closing things here um for those that uh feel a connection to you um that want to check out your work and just kind of stay in the know with luke harrison and be good studio what's the best way for them to do that going forward well sure you can check out my website or my social handles um so they are uh Beagle Studio. Uh there's a kind of like rolling kind of portfolio, I suppose, that I use on Instagram, which is Beagle Studio. And then there's a bit more of a um a select uh few projects where there's a bit more kind of in depth on there and there's a little bit about me. And that's beagledstudio.com. Uh, I'm also on Dribble, which is sorry, I'm just checking here. I think it's yeah, Beagle Studio. Awesome. So um, so yeah, check out my work and drop me like, drop me an email or uh, a chat if you want to chat about anything. I'll try and respond, but as Kenny knows, my replying times aren't the best. But I'm looking to improve those. Well, yeah, it may take, may, it's like all of, all of us busy leaders. It may take a while, but when we get to it, it's going to be super special. So, and I have one, one final challenge for you here. Uh, give, give me your best uh, Tennessee accent. Without offending anyone and without embarrassing myself. Gosh, <laughs> that's a tough one. That's the <laughs> toughest question we've had all day. Um, I might need a bit of a warm up. <laughs> let me let me have a think. What should I say? Um, Joe, you got anything? I guess I'm this true southern. Just say, uh, I mean, you've got to say y'all in there somewhere. That's why I was gonna say y'all. I hope y'all Howdy, have a good y'all. day. Good day, y'all. <laughs> good day. Good day there. I'm gonna. I'm verging onto Australia. I'm terrible <laughs> at accents. <laughs> <laughs> nobody says good day here but i love it <laughs> yeah that was that was terrible <laughs> meet meet me down at the at the uh, mcdonald's and grab a ham hamburger yeah <laughs> uh, uh, get your partner off we go bit of line dancing line dancing that's the, that okay. was pretty good was it okay brilliant thank thank goodness um <laughs> So Kenny, you know what's going to come now? If you can give me your best British accent, and I would like you to say, um, um, "Good day to you, sir." That's uh, okay. Um, or, or, or uh, yeah, any, any, you say anything. Okay, um, I'll say, uh, Luke. It's been it's been really fun talking to you today. Um, good, good day to you, sir. <laughs> you went Australian as well. Maybe it's a thing. <laughs> we yeah, can nail the Australian accents. <laughs> Everyone wants yeah. the Australian. <laughs> we'll have to teach each other some some tips. <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of South African in there as well. <laughs> well, about Americans, we are just a, a, a mutt of everything else. So, mismatch. Um, <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, man, hey, I love you so much. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, I was just going to say thanks so much for having me on, and it's been great to chat. And like as always, I feel energized and pumped after our calls. Um, and it's so nice to deep dive into the the important stuff that you know you don't have sometimes. Well, for me, I don't have chance to discuss and and chat and and reflect on. So for that, I'm you know massively grateful. Well, I. I am too, man. This is you, know, you, you nailed it. I mean, this is kind of what this is all about: is just uh, talking about relationship, how important they are, and and really getting back to like you know, there's we're busy. There's a lot of things going on in the world, but this is really what matters the most. So, 
I, I love you so much. And I'm so grateful that you came on. Um, to close out today's episode, um, I just want to quickly read a review from SD Me Vans 87. Uh, I think it's really relevant. Um, you guys will help many. And what a way to break ground. Love that you brought Joshua on uh, previously. And I can't wait to see this relationship blossom over our lifetime. His advice on those tiny voices and getting out of your own way. Uh, so good, so raw. And thanks again for opening up to the world in a way that we can all relate. Um, and I think this is a, a really sweet encouragement for us all and reminder that being vulnerable is a beautiful thing. Uh, again, thank you, brother, for being on. I uh, hope all of our, our family at the Relationship Business has a, the best day. Um, turn your dial and your light all the way up uh, and know that you're loved so big. And we'll see you next time, my friends. Stuck in overdrive Tired of the sleepless nights I don't know where I would be without you Without you Racing through the busy weeks No wonder we can hardly breathe I don't ever want to be without you Without you